Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is me, Charles Nash, here with another great episode of Political Theater. Now, if you're wondering why at the beginning of the show here I played the military taps, that is because another great military veteran has been laid to rest here Friday. Uh, I am talking about my wife's grandfather, uh, it would be Donald Ray Dutt. Uh, he lived over in Richwood, Ohio, and uh, he was a great individual. I, I wanted to take a moment to start the show off like this. Um, in the two years that I have known him, uh, he was a very caring, loving man. Um, strong-headed at times, but um, a, a very a very good soul, a very good individual. And he's going to be, he's going to be dearly missed. And I only know one way, folks, to honor someone like him. Uh, he was a Marine vet. Um, he served in the armed forces, like I said. And that is the, this is the only way that I know of that I can do him justice. Uh, he, he wanted to hear the taps at his funeral, uh, which will be happening this week. Preparations are, are underway for that. But I kind of wanted to give him a send-off of my own. And he I was told that that's what he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear the taps played. And so, Donald, that is for you. Um, I know you're in heaven with your wife now. Um, you deserve uh, a good rest back into the hands of the Lord. And um, I will see you one day again. And you're going to be missed. So you rest in peace, my friend. Um, like I said, in the two years I know you, I've, I've known you, um, I, I, was, I was glad to be, uh, <laughs> to be part of your life. On a more, you know, a better note, and, and folks, don't get me wrong, uh, death happens to us all. Um, that's, that's the biggest point here that I, I want to get across. In no way is this, uh, should be looked at as a, a sad tragedy. Um, you know, Donald was, was 93 years old. That's a very long life. He's seen a lot of things. Um, so it, it, it does happen to us all. And the only thing that I can tell people, if, if you are in the same situation as our family and you lose someone that you love, I always look at it as a new beginning for that individual. They're on a new journey. They're not suffering anymore. And I hear a lot of people say all the time that, you know, this individual is gone now. That individual is not gone, folks. They will always be with you. I'm a firm believer in that. I think the energy just transfers from, from them to you. It stays with you. They watch over you for, forever. They just change form. So no one is truly gone. If you are out there today and you're listening to my, my broadcast 
or you're going through hard times with, with family members or, or loved ones that you've lost, you're not alone. And they are never truly gone. They will always be with you. That's what the memories, the good memories that you have of someone, that's what's imparted off to you. So you can look back, you can remember these individuals or individual, and you can carry them with you for the rest of your life. And that's my parting message to anyone else who's going through the same issue that our family is going through. Now, changing, changing a little bit off topic, I would also like to say today it is Sunday, June the 12th. Today is my wife's birthday. I'm not going to give her age because she would kill me. It is also our two-year wedding anniversary today. So, Brooke, I did not forget. You know I've already told you happy anniversary. We went out last night for dinner. Um, but again, this is our second anniversary, our two-year anniversary. And I'm hoping that there are many, many more wonderful years to come. So, as you can see, folks, I had a... <laughs> it's, it's been a busy couple of days. It really has. Um, I would also like to throw out there, this is for the Ohio area. They're going to be traveling all over Ohio. We had the privilege last night, me and my wife, uh, our, my, my father-in-law and mother-in-law gave us tickets to the, uh, down to the, the Marion Palace here in Marion, Ohio. We got to see the performance of uh, Fleetwood Gold. It's a cover band, and they are really good. I mean, really good. Now, they will be traveling all over Ohio this summer. Uh, I will get more information on some of the events that they're going to be at. And if, if you want to get tickets to their show, I would highly, highly recommend it. Even if you are not a Fleetwood Mac um you know, enthusiasts, someone or you don't really listen to them that much. It was spectacular last night. They played some of the classics. The, the vocals were great. The guitarists were amazing. I mean, amazing. I seen a man take a flute. He was a two-time world champion. He took a flute and played the electric guitar with it. I've, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. So again, it's Fleetwood Gold. They will be showing this summer all over Ohio, especially in the Columbus region. So if you can get tickets, uh, they were reasonably priced. It was $20 a ticket. Uh, the show was about an hour and 45 minutes long. Great show. I highly recommend that you go check it out. So if you're looking for something to do this summer, I would add them to your lists to see and things to do. Now, I'm going to go ahead now and get right in to the news because that's what you, my listeners, are here for. You are here to have your ears tantalized by me on the dark 
Night Mike. And I have plenty of news I've been holding out since I last talked to everybody on Monday this week. And I said I would be back at the end of the week. I am here. So we're going to get right in to the shake of things. The very first thing that I, I want to go into is this despicable January 6th committee that was on all the televised news outlets except for Fox News. They refused to cover it. They caught a lot of heat from all of the other drive-by media outlets. But here's the thing I will say about Fox News. They were smart enough to understand that this was going to be a show, a charade. There was no smoking gun. All it was, I can give you a gist of the, the, how it played out the entire day. It was video clips that they had tied together. I, I, I'm not kidding you. Video clips that they had tied together to try to point everything that happened on January 6th to Donald Trump. That's all it was. They took bits and pieces of audio clips from different people who had made opinionated comments and they spliced them together. That's what 90% of the videos was. Then they took videos of the protesters chanting, screaming when they went past the police barricade, when they went into the Capitol building. They had... <laughs> This one was, th this was the other thing that I, I shouldn't say the word laughed at because there was people that was injured, but I, I, they, they totally played this up. Then they had individual police officers that was at the U.S. Capitol during this whole January 6th incident. They had them come in. Uh, they had one of them come in. It was uh, Caroline Edwards. She was a poli female police officer there on uh, Capitol Hill. Uh, she was describing a war zone. Now, folks, that the January 6th um, protest or rally, insurrection, whatever you want to dub it as, did people get injured? Absolutely. I'm not playing that down. Was an individual killed? Absolutely. But to sit here and say, well, this is Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump did not, and, and this was the smoking gun that I was waiting for, and it never came. When did Donald Trump ever, ever, Tell the crowd, I think you guys need to go riot. When did Donald Trump order them to assault police officers? When did Donald Trump order them to go into the Capitol building and try to assault senators, break into their offices, steal things from their office, 
when did Donald Trump, when did it come out of his mouth to go do any of that? I was waiting for the smoking gun that the Democratic Party and the January 6th committee was screaming for months and months and months that they had. Where was it? There was nothing. You had Barr, a clip from him, saying that, in his opinion, he thought the statement from Trump about the election being rigged was total bullshit. Again, William Barr, that is his opinion. Where is there any evidence? I mean, the Democrats want to scream. This committee wants to scream. We'll see. Attorney General, all of them up there high up, they're saying Trump made this up. It doesn't matter if he made it up or not. You're playing clips that are just opinionated clips. That's it. Where is your evidence? And the evidence that was presented, where is the evidence to to pinpoint that we had a sitting president that incited a riot? And the answer is, there is none. You even had, and this is what was left out of the January 6th committee's charade on TV. If you ask the FBI or the CIA for documentation, for proof that Donald Trump caused an insurrection at the Capitol, what have they come back and said? There is none. There's nothing to pinpoint that he did any of it. It got so outlandish. And I was watching MSNBC when this was going on. I was listening to it. It got so outlandish. I mean, they played a a clip from Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump. Again, an opinion-based video. It was Ivanka Trump saying that she didn't believe. She disagreed with her father that the election was stolen. Okay, so again, folks, that is an opinionated video clip. That's not evidence. That's someone's opinion. William Barr, again, opinionated piece of video. I don't even know why any of this was even... Pre- well, I know the answer. It's, it's to make Donald Trump out to be the bad guy and to blame him. They're trying to put charges against Trump, which is never going to come. Opinions are not evidence, folks. Just like I I heard 24 hours after the airing of this ridiculous January 6th committee, 
It was, oh, it was a major network success. It was across all the networks. It was the biggest ratings we've ever had on TV. It wasn't. Not even your average size audience that tunes in to watch the news tuned in to the January 6th committee hearing. What does that say? It means people have already formulated their own opinions. People are burnt out on this. People are tired of hearing how everything in the political field is Donald Trump's fault. They're tired of hearing it. We have a president who isn't sitting anymore. And for some reason or another, he is still the focal point still to this day. And he has been out of office for two years now. You want to talk about Trump derangement syndrome? You've seen it on the January 6th committee board. It was nothing but a biased, hateful group that despised Donald Trump, despised everything that he stands for, despise the fact that he has changed the Republican Party and they cannot stand it. You have Liz Cheney who claims to be a Republican. She is a rhino in sheepskin. I don't even consider her a Republican. I don't even think she knows what she is and which party she sits at. She has lost a lot. She almost lost her seat in her own state because of the stunts that she's doing. And yes, she's entitled, folks. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and argue that she's not entitled to do an investigation, she's, she's, she is entitled to do that. She can go and say whatever she wants to say. She, can have, she has her own opinions. She can formulate her own conclusion. But the, the, the Donald Trump derangement syndrome within her, very peaked. It's at the top of its level. And it's on view for everyone to see and hear. You ever heard that old saying, there's nothing like a woman scorned? That's Liz Cheney. She feels that her party has betrayed her. She's had everything ripped out from underneath her. And her focal point for all of this, because she disagreed with his policies and procedures, her focal point is Donald Trump. It's going to continue to be Donald Trump until she is voted out of office. And that'll be the end of Liz Cheney. Now for the rest of the committee, look who is on the committee. Do I need to go even further? Some of the individuals that are on that committee, I'm not even going to go into names because we know who they are. They're the same individuals who are still screaming 
even after it's been proven wrong, falsified, and now it's in a legal battle through a federal judge, the same individuals that screamed Russian collusion are on this board. So you tell me, what are we really going to get from this January 6th committee? You're going to get a bunch of bipartisan, one-sided, democratic, Trump-colluded, narcissistic, opinionated individuals. That's what you're going to get. And that's what was on display. There was nothing that were facts or smoking guns even presented in this in this committee hearing. It was to take Donald Trump's name and Donald Trump's presidency and try to scrape it under someone's boot. And the real, the real point to all of this, they are terrified, terrified that Donald Trump is going to run again in 2024 and they have to find some way to rather throw his reputation overboard or to stop him from being able to run for another term at president. That's what this is all about. So there was no gun. There was no bullet. There was no silver lining to this committee. It was all opinionated mumbo jumbo. And I have nothing against the police officers and what they went through on cap at the Capitol Hill during the January 6th. I'm not downplaying what happened to them, but to sit there and say, this is what got me. You had Caroline Edwards, who's a police officer. She said it was a like a war zone, that she's not trained for that. You're not trained as a police officer for riot control? Well, why were you there then? That's what got me there. That's, that kind of tickled me pink when I heard her say that. And there were other officers that they had that came on the stand that testified as well. And it was the same thing that I heard over and over again. Well, we were not trained. We're not trained for that type of environment. You're not trained for that type of environment or incident. I would have to strongly disagree with those officers. And if they are not trained for riot control, I'm going to tell you this right now, then you need to be taken off the police force. I'm a veteran, folks. Military veteran. Did you know that, good example here, just for the National Guard, when they do their two weeks training out of the year, did you know that they take a full day or two and do riot control training? Now, I know if the military does that. Riot control training for the military. That's for the National Guard. 
I know for a fact that they do that training in every state for any individual who's going to wear the blue uniform as a police officer. Doesn't matter what your position is. You are trained for riot control. That is a damned lie when those officers at this trial committee, when they're sitting there telling everyone, well, we're, we're, we're not trained for that. The hell you're not. If you're not trained for that, then why were you put there knowing the capacity of the crowd and what could potentially happen? It's no different if it was any other protest that's out there that happens in Washington, D.C. This one happened to be a Donald Trump rally. No different. And you're going to sit there and tell me you're not trained for these types of, of situations? That's a bunch of baloney. Now, I support, don't get me wrong, I support and I back the blue. But I do not back individuals who make statements like this. Officers who go, well, I, it was like a military zone. I, I'm, I'm not trained for, for riot control. You're not trained. That's a bunch of baloney. If you're not trained for that, then your state, your state is doing you injustice. And of course, this is in Washington. So then again, maybe our nation's capital, maybe this is all part of that, uh, you know, defund the police movement. Maybe we're not training our men and women anymore of law enforcement. And if that's the case, I will make this comment. Rather, it turns people off from listening to me or not. Well, then who's really to blame for that? It's the party that starts with D. You know, the defund the police movement. I mean, if we're not tr properly training our police force, especially at our nation's capital, what does that say? The comment, though, again, it just gets me. We're not trained for this. You're not trained for riot control. I've never heard of that in my entire life. And then afterwards, in the evening, this was on MSNBC, you had Morning Joe go on talking about how the truth about Donald Trump, how despicable he was, how much of a liar he was, came out today during this committee hearing. You got to see the real president and who he was. No. No, Morning Joe, we didn't. What I seen was, and most American voters and citizens seen, and what we heard was a bunch of opinionated gobbledygook. And I'm going to reiterate this. This is not me saying I'm supporting Donald Trump. This is me telling you as an independent voter who doesn't support any party, that's what I heard was a bunch of opinionated mumbo-jumbo. There were no facts. It was all speculation. That's all that was. It was a big show of nothing. 
Even someone who was an idiot could see how Captain Obvious it was that this was all just opinionated speculation. And that's what you got from the January 6th committee hearing. Now, I am 29 minutes in here to the first part of our broadcast show. I have to break for our Think Local First um, sponsors and businesses. So stay tuned. We will be right back when we come back from our commercial break. My friends, how many people here have a driveway or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired? Well, I have a great company here. It is KB, the Gravel Guy LLC. Now, they are located in mid-Ohio, in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in, completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well, KB, the gravel guy, can take care of that for you. Now, I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB, the gravel guy, or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB, the gravel guy, for all of your gravel needs. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio, Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567-233-3288. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, 
they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On The Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On The Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, granny chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business Nyhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www nineheartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at nineheartstumpremoval.com. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. 
So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee, and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup, and even a half a cup, gets me woke up in the morning. And I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage, they will ship it to your house directly. They've got s several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in the snow covered hills till the landslide brought me down. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I have uh, Fleetwood Mac here with Landslide, one of one of my favorite songs from that group. I I'd mentioned I had seen Fleet, uh, Fleetwood, or uh, yeah, Fleetwood uh, Gold last night. Excuse me, um, cover band for Fleetwood Mac. Very very good group. Again, they will be in the Ohio Valley area, all over Ohio this summer. If you can get tickets to their shows, very well put together show, I, I, I really would tell everybody, get tickets, go see them. Very good show, very good music, musicians, vocally and instrumentally. So 
Again, that's Fleetwood Gold. They will be all over Ohio this summer. Go see them. I'm telling you, great, great cover band. Playing some of the greatest songs from Fleetwood Mac. Now, getting back in to the show, I am going to go distance myself from the January 6th uh, opinionated garbage show that we seen here the other day play out. Uh, I don't even know even what to say about that anymore, folks. It's just, I, the, the, the last comment I'm going to make on it is this. Government has become so reliant on opinion instead of actual facts that this is now how we try people in a court of law even. We present no facts, no no evidence. It's all opinionated pieces now. This is what this world has come to. This is what Washington has come to. I, I never thought I'd see a day where we lose sight of actual facts that support, you know, evidence and theory of what actually happened. Now we just go off of speculation. We go off of individuals' comments. We go off of opinions. I hate to tell everybody this. Opinions are just that. Everybody has one. It doesn't make anything true. But in today's world, though, you can present the smoking gun. You can present facts. And still, it's going to fall on deaf ears, apparently. Now, moving on, I have a new poll here from Newsmax. It says, uh, more than half say Biden intentionally letting gas prices soar. I could have told you that. So getting into the poll here, it says more than half, 53% of voters, say they believe that the Biden administration has intentionally let gas prices increase to make Americans use less fossil fuels. According to a new poll by the Convention of States Action and the Trifelagar Group. It says just over 39.6% say they don't believe that the Biden administration is intentionally letting gas prices uh, skyrocket. It says the, the poll asked about 1,091 general election voters if they believe the administration was intentionally letting gas prices rise to make Americans use less fossil fuels. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the breakdown. It says 77.3% of Republicans say they believe it compared to 129 who say they don't. Just under 10% were uncertain. It says 24.8% of Democrats say they believe it, while 68.7% say they don't, and another 6.5% were uncertain. 56.5%, this is a large number, of independents, like myself, say they believe it, compared to the 37.6% who say they don't. Just under 6% were uncertain. 
It says these surging gas prices are creating immense hardships, both for everyday Americans and for our economy at large. This was put out by the um, by Mark Meckler, the president of the Conservation of States Actions Group. It said the hard to fathom. Uh, surreal idea that Washington, D.C. is working against the American people explains why President Joe Biden's poll numbers are in the tank. I, I can't sit there and say, folks, that he's incorrect. Speaking of poll numbers, Joe Biden has now surpassed. He set a new record. He is now under... 30%. He is now surpassed even that of Jimmy Carter. You heard it from me first. All-time record now. He has the lowest approval rating in America and U.S. history, now surpassing that of Jimmy Carter. If that does not speak volumes, I don't know what does. You look at gas prices, you look at inflation. You look at the prices at the stores, especially for food. You look at the prices in the housing market. And we're going to have another big bubble crisis. It's coming. You look at the trade issues going on. The lack of metals for refinery and industry. The United States under Joe Biden and his administration has got some real big problems. And we haven't even tackled some of the larger ones yet, like national security, border control, illegal immigration, day-to-day -day violent crimes that are on the rise, you name it. This administration is doing nothing but sitting on their hands while everyone in America suffers. And what did I say was going to happen when Joe Biden became president? We were going to go th from America first, which was under Donald Trump, to America last under Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan, which has turned into Build Back Nothing. Now, moving on from that poll, you have an article here from the Washington Post that I wanted to share with everyone. The It's under their business section. It says, Empty Wallets, Empty Tanks. Surging gas prices leave drivers stranded. I read this article because I was surprised, for starters, that it was <laughs> a big business hit piece against the Democratic Party and the Joe Biden's administration, and this was in the Washington Post. I couldn't believe it. But... This article has a lot of bite to it because there's a lot of factual data in this. This is why I saved this article. I was, I really was. I was so surprised in the Washington Post with this. 
The article is by Aaron Gregg. He's a columnist for the Washington Post. Did a damn good job. Damn good job. I, I, I have to give this individual hands a round of applause. I really do. This was actually good journalistic reporting. I can't say that for the Washington Post very often. Great information, great factual, actual data in here. Why am I bringing this up? Because I have been hearing this for the last two weeks now. And it's picking up steam everywhere, not just here in Marion, Ohio. You're getting a lot of businesses saying that they don't know how they're going to operate. Not only are they on short staff as it is, but now they have employees calling in saying, I'm out of gas. I don't have the funds to get gas to get to work. Folks, that is going to be the next big problem facing this country. I know people are listening to this, and, and if you're listening and you're laughing at this, I wouldn't be laughing. This is a going to be a legit reason for people calling off and not coming into their place of employment. I can't afford the gas prices. I can't get to work. Especially if you look at people that have to drive medium to large distances to get to their place of employment. They are not going to do it. It's going to cost them more in expenses. Either if you're paid weekly or biweekly. Do you know how much it's going to cut out of their paycheck? I'll, I'll give you a statistic right here. I was reading this off of Reuters here the other day. They gave right now, they said the average gas price, this is nationwide, is over $5 a gallon. Over $5 nationwide. That's the lowest price. You go out west and some other places, it, it's going to be higher. I mean, you go out to California, for example, it's 8 or $9 already. But they made a great example on Reuters here the other day. They said if you take $5 a gallon for the, for the national average across the board, and let's say you make $16 an hour, by the time for the month's expenses and gas prices, you're really only making $9 an hour. You're making under minimum wage. If you're someone who's making around $21 an hour, you're really only making about 15. That's how much of a cut that you're going to be taking monthly out of your paycheck. And it, it, it goes even further down the threshold if you're a medium to high mileage traveler to drive to your place of employment. It's, it's going to eat you even more. It's going to eke more out of your paycheck. It's equivalent to what they said, basically, is if you're working overtime, how a lot of people work overtime and they, they don't understand that after you hit a certain amount of hours in overtime, you're working for free because uncle by the time Uncle Sam takes out the tax revenue for that, you're, you're really not, you're, you're, you're working for free. You're really not making anything. 
That was on Reuters here last week. They gave a great economical breakdown, financial breakdown, with current gas prices as they stand. And that was just at $5 a gallon, folks. They didn't go higher than that. They broke down to a $5 national average. And they broke down financial standings if what you bring home out of your paycheck what you're going to have to subtract out of it what you're actually making after you pay for gas prices at five dollars a gallon nationally if that doesn't shock anyone i i don't know what is going to your paycheck is is gone and I don't know how people are going to financially make it. So when people say to me, oh, come on, Mr. Nash, you think people are really going to call in with that flimsy suit? Yes, I do. Because it's happening already. And if gas prices continue to surge, and I'm telling everyone now, by August, by August, I guarantee it's going to be $6.50 to $7 a gallon by August. What do you want to bet? I'll eat a hat live on my show if it's not to that price range yet by August. Because it's going to. I just watched last week, in a week's time, a 35% or 35 cent jump. 35 cent jump in, in a gasoline prices in a week. And that was with all of the gas companies, not just one. So getting back to this Washington Post article, it says empty wallets, empty tanks, leave surging gas prices, leave drivers stranded. It says, a growing predicament, more than over 50,000 people called AAA for such roadside help in April alone. This is back in April. As the national average for gasoline fuel costs $5 nationally. It says, they, they gave some examples here. It says, this familiar predicament, especially as the increase of prices round up, motorists testing the limits of their fuel gauges, AAA filed and fields to go out to get individuals who, who called in for help. Over 50,787 individuals called AAA because they were out of gas. That was in April of this year. It says a 32% jump from the same number as last year. It says more than 200,000 drivers have been similarly stranded this year, the automobile club said, and gas prices have riven, risen tremendously since April making the financial pain even more acute. It says fuel prices began their most recent surge after the Russian-Ukraine 
invasion in February. It says the U.S. average for a gallon of gas has swelled 62%. This was from last year, from $4.96. It says the AAA data shows. It says motorists in 16 states are paying at least $5 on a gallon of for the average. It says with places out in California beach areas, up to 6 to $7 a gallon for gas. It says, uh, depending on the vehicle, it says the cost is more than $100, which is the equivalent to 14 hours of after-tax increase for certain low-wage workers. And they show charts and the breakdown. There's more to this. There's people that they interviewed in this article it was actually a very good, well-organized, factual piece of data put into this article by the Washington Post. And if you're the Washington Post, I was surprised because it was also a factual hit piece basically pointing a finger at the Biden administration. The only part of this that I did not care for was the fact that they're still somewhat alluding in this article with what Joe Biden claimed the other day. If you didn't hear Joe Biden the other day, when they asked him what was going to happen with fuel prices, was he going to do anything about it? His only comment was, well, it's all because of the Russian-Ukraine war, which is a lie. That was the only part of this article that I didn't agree with. But they are correct when they said that this was, that the war did start back in February. That's when the prices really started to surge. It has nothing to do again with the proxy war over with Russia and Ukraine. We don't get fuel from Russia or Ukraine. This is the lie that I keep hearing, and everyone's going, was this true? No, it's not true. We don't get anything fuel-wise from either of those countries. Now, Europe, Europe was getting fuel from Russia. They were their biggest buyer. We were not. And before Donald Trump came along, we were getting our oil supply from Saudi Arabia. Which is the same country, again, the Biden administration is trying to do a deal with. For importing oil again. When we sit on one of the biggest fossil fuel reserves in the world. Folks, this again, it's all self-inflicted. That is going to be Joe Biden and his administration and the Democratic Party's go-to answer for this gas price issue. They're not going to help anyone at the pumps. They have stopped fracking. They have shut down over half of the production in the U.S. oil refineries. They have attacked gas in general. They have shut down 
all of the new standing contracts. There are none. There's none. There are no open contracts federally in the energy field when it comes to fossil fuels. There's none. And who did that? Joe Biden and his administration. There's no relief at the pumps coming. The only relief that you're going to get at the pump is if you buy into this Green New Deal, which, by the way, I, I had to laugh at this. A very good friend of mine who has been on this show twice, Brett Cornelius, who is on the Marion City Council at large board. He posted a very, a very funny, but it's, it's a very, it's funny, but it's not funny. He posted a picture at a car dealership here in Ohio. Now I will not say, I, 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 I don't want someone coming at me for saying this. So I will not say the brand of car. I will just say this. It's one that is, uh, it's, a, it's a brand of car that you see on the road everywhere. It's one of the big company names. He took a picture of one of these Green New Deal electric cars and posted it on his Facebook page. I chuckled and weeped at the same time. Because you have Joe Biden and his administration pushing this Green New Deal and electric cars. And who do you have? Our Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. And what did he say? Well, if you want relief at the pump, go buy yourself an electric car. Well, how do you pay for that? I don't know. But that's that's the answer to your, your energy problems when it comes to prices at the pump. Yeah, would you like to know what those cars are going for now, folks? I can tell you the sticker price. And this is not a top model. This is a base to medium size model. You're going to be shocked. It's as much as a freaking house loan, a mortgage for your house. $140,000. I'm not kidding you. New electric car, I will not say the company again, $140,000. And this is for, I will say this, it was for a truck. Energy, electric truck, $140,000 thousand dollars now how in the world are people going to pay for that who in their right mind is going to pay for that are you going to live in it folks that is a that is a mortgage on a home 
Do you know my truck? I told everyone here last month that I bought and purchased, I traded in my vehicle because they were going to give me more for my vehicle than what it was actually worth. I would be a fool not to. I traded in my Chevy Equinox for a Toyota truck. Nothing overly fancy, medium-sized model, cost me $38,000. I'm not afraid to give you my information, $38,000. It's a it's got a 21-gallon tank in it. It's four-wheel drive, $38,000. You go to the Green New Deal trucks, $140,000. And I have family members who work in the auto industry, and I'm going to tell you right now, they're also adding, and this is even on used cars, a 10% to $10,000 add-on for the sale of the vehicle through the dealership because they're trying to make a profit to stay afloat. I don't know anybody realistically, who's going to pay $140,000 for an electric vehicle? I don't care if the damn thing flies you to the moon. No one's going to pay that. If you pay that, you're stupid. You know, I, I have a hard time when you go to a dealership and you look at vehicles like, let's say, a truck. And the sticker price is $46,000 or $50,000. That's, that's steep for me, folks. But $140,000? Is it made of gold? And you can look these models up. I will not say the brand. Again, I won't. But it is a common, everyday company name you see on the road every day that's all i'm going to say you can look up your own information on these electric vehicles i have talked about it for the last several weeks with what it costs for the batteries what the resale value is on those and there is no resale value on them you want to go and look into more in-depth Research, look no further when Europe tried the same damn thing with electric cars. And you'll find out that there are fields and fields and fields of empty cars that are just rotting in car graveyards. Because it failed. The same thing failed in Europe, and it's going to fail here. Now, I am 28 minutes into the second part of the show. I have to take my last commercial timeout for my Think Local First businesses. When we come back, I have a couple more articles to talk about here before we wrap up the show. So stay tuned with your listening ears. I will be right back. When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service 
that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service. Area code 419-560-6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook Email them at proselect.es at gmail.com for more information. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional, and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. In today's juggle between family and work, it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new. When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington. Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. 
The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their streetcars and Pullman passenger cars. For the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December, weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.ohiorailwaymuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember, folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction? Well, have I got the company for you folks. America's Pioneer Construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning, and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company, to get your dream project off the ground, call Pioneer Construction Company. Located in Mount Gilead, Columbus, and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas. Or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction 1975.jb3 at gmail.com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Charles Nash from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business they are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free, face, body, 
hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical-free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand-painted, beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion. The perfect gift for loved ones. And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsinwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I have Sir Elton John here with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And that is for sure the way it feels right now when it comes to the economy. Driving down the road in your nice vehicle with the gas prices being the way they are, it's just, it's not happening. So yes, it is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Now, getting back to where I had left off before commercial break, we were, we were talking about inflation, gas prices, the cost for electric vehicles now, because you know that's the answer, according to Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, the Democratic Party. Well, I, <laughs> I have some more here. You know, you have, I've got this here from, it's from Fox Business. I've been sitting on this one. Everybody knows who, who Janet Yellen is, okay? She is in control of the, she, well, she's basically the Treasury Secretary. Well, on Thursday, she was screaming again about how we are at unacceptable levels of inflation as the result of COVID-19 pandemic. And she's also on this whole boat about the Russian war with Ukraine, how it's just plagued the United States with prices of everyday goods. And they're at inappropriate, unbudgetary levels. That's what Janet Yellen is screaming. So I've got this article here from Fox Business. It says, Yellen calls elevated inflation unacceptable, but offers few solutions to cool prices. Well, bingo. 
again, isn't that the Democratic motto right now? It's been for some time. You can't have a budget. Congress can't make a budget. Um, when it comes to inflation, we have no idea. We can see the problems that the everyday Americans are facing. We could fix and alleviate some of those issues, but what did the Democratic Party do? Nothing. We're going to sit on our hands and we're going to give you answers to solutions that make the problems worse, not better. Good example. Having a problem at the gas pump? Go buy an electric car. What's $140,000? Well, that's okay. You can afford it. Uh-huh. Well, continuing on with this article, it says uh, you had Yellen here. Like I said, she's, she's yelling that it's unacceptable with the way the, the inflation levels are. So this is what she said. She says, we currently face macroeconomic challenges including unacceptable levels of inflation, as well as headwinds associated with disruptions caused by the pandemic effort, uh, affect the supply chain here in the United States. She said, and in effect, the supply side substances to oil and the food market is resulting from the war between Russia and Ukraine. Yellen said in a prepared remarks while testifying before the Senate Finance Committee. There you go, folks. We are going to continue to scream the same lie that I was just going on about before commercial break. It's all that war in Russia and Ukraine. We get no fuel from Russia and Ukraine, folks. So how in the hell... Can this be a product of design from a war-torn country like Ukraine and Russia that it's disrupted our oil industry when we don't get anything from those two countries in the form of energy and fossil fuels? How does that happen? It's called it doesn't. It's a lie. It's self-inflicted. It was self-inflicted from day one when Joe Biden went in, took everything that was energy independent within our country that Donald Trump had put together. It had Donald Trump's name on it. It got removed. And with it, they implemented this Green New Deal garbage. And that is what they are uh, excuse me, focusing and, and putting down everyone's throat here. Is this Green New Lie. It's not going to help anyone. It's going to make people financially more broke. It's going to hurt the markets even more. And factually, this is proven. You've heard me talking about this for months and months and months. 
It will do nothing to help the ecosystem. It will do nothing to help the lands. It will do nothing to help with the buildup of chemicals within the air. It's going to do nothing for the environment. If anything, it's going to harm the environment more. Everything that goes into an electric vehicle we have talked about. The costs. The upkeep. Where are you going to put all of these batteries that are five or six hundred pound batteries? Where are you going to dispose of them at? Where? There is a lot of technical issues within the Green New Deal. You want to talk about the environmental impact it's going to have? You know what it's going to take to build these stations around the country. Look at the impact on the, on the environment. You're going to have to go in and deforest areas for these charging stations. They're going to have to be massive in area to support the amount of vehicles that are going to have to come in and charge day to day. And then you have to look at our power grid. You have power companies saying now, within the summertime, they have a hard time keeping up with the power demands because of AC units in general. Now you add these power charging stations for electric cars, which they've already said could power up to 20,000 homes. The area in which you're going to need this is, has to be massive. The power grid is going to have to be massive. And we do not have it. So you have Janet Yelling here, who is our Treasury Secretary. She's blaming the war. She's uh, blaming the pandemic for, for draining this country. Again, it's not the war. And as for COVID, it's the same thing. Self-inflicted. That's all this is. And they can scream and she can scream at the top of her lungs that it's everything under the moon, but what it actually is. It's politically self-inflicted. And the only individuals who are going to suffer from it is the American voter, your average American, your middle class. We are the ones who are going to suffer for this until these morons are voted out in November. And I will tell everyone this, forget the D, forget the R. You best start voting on policy and procedure. Not the politician, not what they do in their bedroom, not what they do on activities on their spare time. You better start looking at the policies and what they want to implement 
and put down the trickle effect on this country, on you and me, that's what you should be looking at. Not a red wave, not a blue wave. You should be focusing on policy and procedure and what they want to do when it comes to tacking on bills and procedural code to you, the American public. If you haven't woken up to this, I'm foretelling everyone now, that's what you need to be focusing on. Now, moving on from the economic sector, <clears throat> speaking of the November elections, I have another article here. This was just from Fox News. It says, Washington Post column admits Dems will get blown out in midterms, but claims that's a good thing. You heard it. Two networks going at each other here. It says, even the Washington Post has to admit that the Democratic Party is in for a monumental loss during the upcoming midterm elections. Though few probably expect the outlet's latest column to argue that losing badly in November might be the party's best political strategy going forward. It says, on June 6th, the Washington Post columnist Matt Bai wrote that Democrats are going to lose in the House and probably in the Senate, but might it might be best in the long shot at remaining at the White House in 2024. So I, it says, Bai began his column stating, if you're a Democrat, you're looking for reasons to be hopeful about your elector electoral process and your prospects, then... You've got one of those classic good news, bad news scenarios for you. The bad news is your party is heading for a world of hurt in November. Every poll can't be wrong. It says other liberal media figures have poured cold water on Democrats' midterm prospects in at least a couple of months. While that is true, folks, and I believe it to be true, because the country has grown tired of this. This no law, no working for the American public, not listening to the American public's needs, the economy tanking, inflation, high prices everywhere, and a recession, which is the forefront of what's coming. People are tired. They do want a change for sanity, not insanity. And I do think you will see the Democratic Party lose in November. I, I think this columnist is right. Now, why am I bringing this up? It's not to gloat, but it's to reinforce what I said. Just because it's a Republican that you're going to vote for, you better really do your homework on the individuals that you're going to elect, even in the Republican Party. Because some of them are unhinged with what they want to pass in legislation onto you. Look at what I talked about here at the beginning of the week. 
We had a Republican senator from here in Ohio. He's wanting to enforce this Green New Deal on electric cars. He wants to make the charging stations here in Ohio first and foremost. But what is he want? What 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 bill is he proposing? What is he wanting to do? He wants to put the cost on you, the Ohio taxpayer. He wants to add a percentage on your electric bill for these charging stations, whether you use them or not. And he's a Republican. This was a Republican that's casting these bills here in Ohio. At a time where people are already struggling to make ends meet. A Republican's doing this. They've joined the crazy train. So again, when I tell all of my listeners, you should be, you should be focusing on not the individual, their policy and procedure. Forget the D, forget the R, forget the party. If it's not going to benefit you, the taxpayer, the voter, the American public, you have really got to really scrutinize the policy and the procedures that these individuals that you're going to vote for want to put down if elected. Because I I have no hope. I have no hope for either party. And everyone knows I, I am not. I am not someone that supports parties. I wish they would do away with them. I think they do more harm than good because we lose focus on what is really needed when it comes to politics, when it comes for the better good of this country. It becomes party first, country last, and the American public dead last. And I just wanted to share that article here. I I, I found it very interesting. Now, speaking of some more shakeups here, you had Mark Levine here. Well, it was this morning, actually, here on Sunday. It says, Mark Levine, it says, Democrats' dehumanization of Kavanaugh, Thomas. This is Justice Kavanaugh and Thomas. Court packing plans call back to Stalin. If you have not heard, I'm just going to briefly go over this. There was a individual who called in during the week, said he was going to try to kill and assassinate Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. It made big news. He said he has psychological problems. They even went through and raided the individual's house. You have heard hardly anything about it when it comes to the drive-by media. They're spinning this as, well, the justice is going to get what he deserves. That's how they're spinning this. Not we should be concerned because we have people out there wanting to commit crimes or hurt people or hurt their families. Nope. We're, we're still on this Roe versus Way Supreme Court decision that's pending. And what did I say was going to happen here a couple weeks ago? What did I say the Democratic Party was going to do? Remember when Chuck Schumer took the vote on the Senate floor 
about women and their rights to abortion. They, they put together this hideous bill. And in it, there was this part where a woman could have an abortion all the way up to where she was given birth. That's not murder. Perfectly normal. Well, it was voted down. Why did they want to do that? What did I say was going to happen? It was to get the names out there to these extremist groups, these wackos, as a measure of targeting senators. Well, it's gone even one step higher. You have these wackos targeting the Supreme Court justices and their family members. And this is a great piece here with Kavanaugh. What is Levine talking about here? This is the Democratic Party is increasingly relying on Stalinistic tactics to maintain power and control over the U.S. government, as evidenced by its dehumanization of Justice Brett Kavanaugh and Clarence Thomas, Mark Levine said today on Sunday. It says, host Levine from his show Life, Liberty, and Levine. It says, warned, excuse me here, it says, warned Democrats court packing erodes and its persecution of former President Donald Trump is something illustrated by the old Soviet Union. It says, Brett Kavanaugh was turned into an enemy of the state by the Democratic Party, by the Washington Post, by people bearing false witness, he said that after a man allegedly attempted to ambush Kavanaugh at his home, he suggested that the dehumilization of the jurist is the unfortunate successor to the Democrats' war on Clarence Thomas as well. This says when President Biden was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, the Georgia jurist testified he believed to be the victim of a high-tech lynching in that regard. It says, Levine said Democrats only consider judiciary independent if it holds a liberal majority. Then they do moves about for their justices. This is the Democratic Party and the media mouthpieces said things about the court and about Kavanaugh that would cause the blood to boil of any kook or psychopath, he said. We've never had a president constant threat on the justices and on the Supreme Court. Well, look. He is right in that aspect. Levine is right. And I have been saying this. Look at what the Democratic Party is stoking. Look what they've been stoking, even when Donald Trump was president. A divide of the country. They go out there, folks, on the drive-by media, and they stoke lies. They stoke precise Lies to they know who their audience is, they know who it's going to target, who it's going to trigger. And it triggers the individuals that are mentally unstable, unhinged. 
It even goes back to what I was talking about last week. With this whole debate going on right now with more gun control. In 50 years, what has it done? It's done nothing. But Levine hinted at the same thing that I have been talking about. What does it hint at? Mental health. We will not address the problem, which is mental health. And I'm going to tell everyone this right now. I'm serious when I say this. In the next coming weeks, I'm going to have a special show all dedicated about mental health, what the laws are on mental health in the different states, what the federal laws are, what the Supreme Court ruled on about mental health here last October. I'm going to give you an insight into my own, own family. Because I have a member in my family who has a mental, severe mental disorder. Someone very close to me, someone that I love dearly. And it has been a struggle for 20 years with this individual in my family. And I'm not going to give his name. But it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle to try to get help for this individual in my family. Because of the way the laws are on mental health, it works against the families. It works against you trying to get help for your loved ones. This is the problem. Mental health in this country is a big issue. And the way it is written on the books, folks, it's just like what Levine is stating here. How the Democratic Party is targeting kooks, psychopaths, people who are unhinged to do violent deeds in this country. They hit a trigger point with what they want to point across and it gets to these individuals. It is no different than what's happening with school shootings in schools. It's individuals, minors even, with mental help. They need mental help. They have mental problems. But again, it's never addressed with Congress. There's, no, there's little to no funding in it. And the laws work against the individual who needs the help. It works against the families who want to get them help. You will not believe the struggles that people have with trying to combat the problem of mental health. And you wonder why. You wonder why we have the problems facing this country. It's not a gun control issue here. The violence stems from mental health. And Levine gave a great example of that. With the whole Brett Kavanaugh and the individual who wanted to do bodily harm to him and his family. Triggered by the drive-by media. Precisely triggered by the drive-by media. And again, I will have more with that as the weeks come. 
when it comes to mental health. Now I have one more article here. This was on Fox and the Hill. This is White House announces more press departures aimed shakeup. This is White House press secretary uh, Jean Paris announced two more press depa- uh, team departures Tuesday aimed an ongoing staff shakeup. It says Jean Paris, the White House correspondent, responded about director Mike Gwynn and the White House press assistant Michael Kikawa that they would be leaving to serve on a public affairs at the U.S. Treasury. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because you're going to start seeing a lot of individuals in the Biden administration are jumping gun. You're going to see a lot of changes, especially since it came out here in the Washington Post. It came out in the Daily Hill. That you have a lot of Democrats that have come out on record. Stating that, quote unquote, they need to drop the anchor, which is in itself Joe Biden. I told everybody what's going to happen when it comes to the presidential race for 2024. The Democratic Party is going to buck Joe Biden. They're not going to back him for a re-election. I know Joe has plans and has said he's going to run. I don't see it. When you have the lowest pool numbers in U.S. history, and then your own party is saying, is implying that you're a dead weight, you're an anchor, we've got to distance ourselves from you, we've got to drop you. What does that spell for Joe Biden? Disaster. So I do not see him in 2024. Now that is today's news and today's show. I would like to thank everybody again for tuning in. If you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. If you would like to be on the show, again, you can reach me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com or telephone number 740-802-7936 or on Facebook at my political theater page. I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. I will be back next week for another great episode. So have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be right back here next week for a lovely show again. So until next time, it is I, Charles Nash. Thanks for tuning in and have a great evening, folks.